Certainly a delight to have you with us. And I can imagine that as you reflect on your numbers and what we've seen in the seasonal tick-up of activity uh, in the retail space in South Africa, you must have had a Merry Christmas, pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, we're very encouraged by the the numbers that we've printed for for the December trade. Um, I mean, if you look at our portfolio, primarily the one in South Africa, but uh, I guess in both jurisdictions, uh, low vacancies, you know, all the operating metrics, um, tenant retention, uh, growth and trade, steady escalations. So all of that has just uh, been very, very encouraging for us, yeah. Mm. And maybe let's talk about this because I, I guess when we take a look at what you mentioned around trading densities increased by 4.3% compared to the previous period, uh, it does actually give us an indication not only of the, the resilience of the retailers and tenants you have in your stores, but I guess the vibrancy within which consumers are still looking to spend. Yeah, totally, um, Gugu. I mean, uh, if, if, if I reflect on, on some of these figures, I think they, they, the key, the four key um, factors that are that, that, that considered so I think the first one is, you know, this uh, this nodal dominance in in the sweet spot of, of SA retail. So mostly in in township and rural areas, mm. but also in the value space. I think that's uh, that's worked out very well for us. Um, just to remind your your listeners, seventy five percent of the Vukila portfolios in the township and rural space. Um, we have exposure to six of the top ten uh, biggest townships, and 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 that's worked out very well for us. But also I think when you talk about the health of of the consumer, and I think we've spoken about this uh, in the past. This focus on non-discretionary essential goods and uh, and categories within the mall is very important. Mm. So we've seen that you know categories such as groceries, pharmacies, banking, super rates, those types of uh, non-discretionary categories have really um, you know traded well over Christmas and also in November. So if you look at uh, overall festive trade and you consider Black Friday as well, um, you know those those figures have uh, have really come up tops. Mm. Um, and then I think another important part, Google, is um, you know, if, if one considers just trade and interruption in trade over the past uh, year, December had, uh, you know, very limited interruption in trade, you know, with uh, with no impact of, uh, of load shedding to, to speak of. But if one considers, you know, the, the previous December, 22 December, yes. at that point, we had we had about 12% downtime in trade. So I think that's a combination of issues, right? So we focused in the right areas. Um, we've got spend coming through. We've got the, the grant underpin. We've got the cash economy. Um, and we've also got, uh, you know, the right categories within our malls. And all of this is data driven. But I think also quite importantly is the fact that, uh, you know, we've, we've been able to trade without uh, any major interruptions. Mm. And I think that's quite significant, right? Because uh, we have focused quite about a strong amount of attention on, on the cost of load shedding and how it does impact many of your tenants who, who meet the needs of, of South African consumers in the retail segment. And I'm also keen to understand, are you finding that the investments that you might have placed in terms of facilities management, alternative energy, uh, water supply are, are, are essentially you know reaping some benefits? Definitely, Google. Um, you know, at the, at the start of um, last calendar year, we as a business committed to investing uh, around 350 million in, in renewables and also, you know, sustainable energy supply to our malls. Um, and, and definitely we've seen the rewards come through um, as our tenants over the past quarter have traded with, uh, with very limited interruption in trade. But but I think also over and above the fact that we've been able to supply this, the you know the the way that we've managed to work through this challenge with our retailers, 
to build this uh, this ethos of partnership to work together has also I think put us in good in good stead. I mean, we've had significant amount of uh, of practice I think in the past five years with COVID and riots and floods, but I think it speaks uh, volumes to the nature of commerce and industry and the fact that you know how resilient our retailers as well as our landlords are. Yeah. Mm. Uh, on that note, uh, I'm keen to go back to a point that you highlighted earlier on in terms of the significant amount of exposure you have to uh, townships and uh, uh, rural areas in South Africa. Uh, the last acquisition I can recall you making was that of Pan Africa Shopping Centre uh, about two years ago. Uh, I'm keen to understand if you're still spotting any opportunities in the market at this rate. Yes. Oh, um, Google, break some we, news. We are, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's um, very exciting. I mean, I, th- I think I think there've been you know some some positive I think sentiments that have that have come through in terms of you know when you when one considers the current macros, the high interest rate environment, inflationary, especially on the building side, mm-hmm. um, we haven't seen a lot of new greenfield developments, right? True. So because there's been limited supply into the sector, I think the incumbents are are, are doing well. Um, which is, you know, us that uh, that own 33 malls across the country. So I think that's worked out well. Um, but uh, we we've been we've been on the lookout for for possible acquisitions. Uh, we're currently busy with a transaction jointly with uh, with a partner of ours mm-hmm. to buy a mall in the Eastern Cape in uh, Umtata um, called BT Games. That should uh, hopefully transfer in the next two to three weeks. So I mean, we're quite excited about taking that one on board. Um, and again, I think, you know, the, the Vukile approach has always been tight asset management, you know, good relationships with retailers, trying to turn around centers that require a bit of turning around. Um, and, and we're looking forward to extracting the value out of that one um, and seeing it add value to our broader portfolio. Mm. I've focused strongly on South Africa because I do understand that that's your your area of focus. But I guess for the benefit of many of our listeners who might be sitting here thinking, well, 60% of your 40 billion rand fund is allocated to uh, properties in uh, Spain through Castellina. And maybe you can just give us uh, an understanding of what the environment is like there. Looking at some of the headlines, it does seem as though uh, it's been a tough time for the Spanish economy. Unemployment also increasing, uh, even though others say it might be an outlier in terms of uh, gloomy forecasts for economic activity in Europe? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think if, if one looks at, um, say, the past six months figures that have come out of Spain, uh, again, very encouraged by the tourism figures that are coming through in, in Spain. As you know, uh, you know, Spain is uh, the biggest driver of their GDP and their growth is, is tourism, so those numbers are up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we look at our portfolio, particularly more in the south of Spain, we've seen significant amounts of increase in footfall. Um, and uh, and also spend, you know, the, the Spaniards spent quite a bit. So we saw our sales over December tick up um, at 8%. And I think, you know, the, the, the inflation on that side of the world has also assisted, you know, the growth in rentals that we've seen within that portfolio. So, so when one looks at, um, you know, kind of the Vukile group and we look at the performance in Spain and the performance in, in South Africa, um, I think, you know, we've, we've managed to, to really trade in a resilient manner um, to, to have this consistent growth that we've had over the past couple of years. And I think, you know, at the bottom of our trading update today, um, we highlighted the issue that, uh, you know, we had upgraded uh, guidance uh, mm-hmm. towards the end of last year. And, um, and we, we are of the view, having, having seen nine months of, of our financial year, we have the view that um, you know will will comfortably outperform outperform the upgraded guidance, which is which is encouraging for the for the group. 
100%. Indumiling, all the best. Uh, we look forward to uh, hearing more about uh, the not only acquisition, but of course opportunities that do lie ahead uh, and of course beating guidance. Shareholders will be happy to hear about that because last time you paid an impressive distribution to the market in your full year results. So uh, let's see if uh, investors will be smiling all the way to the bank again. <laughs> Thank you. It's always great to be on your show. Likewise, always a pleasure to have you on Indumiling and all the best. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.